planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hi, Sean. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm, uh, I'm at home with the family. I'm just chilling and getting ready, sort of getting preparing ourselves physically and mentally for this next run that's ahead of us. And it's going to be quite a quite a tough run that we got coming up ahead here because we, we start off in Europe. Um, we start off actually in the UK with Nickelback, and then we, when they take a two week break, we fly over to Australia, do those three shows, and we do three in New Zealand, and then we fly to South Africa. And then we do a show there, and then we fly back to meet up with Nickelback again in Europe. So, wow, it's going to be quite intense. It's quite an intense eight-week little run we have ahead of us. So, yeah, definitely. So, you know, from the creation of Cedar in South Africa, of course, um, you're smashing stages worldwide. Of, uh, how's it all been so far? Has it been a bit of a head trip? I, you know, it, it still is at times. You know, um, you, we're all guilty, I think, of complacency and falling into sort of a, a routine and, and not understanding what it is. But recently, you, you have these moments where you're like, oh man, this is, we're still doing this after almost 20 years. <laughs> um, and it's still going well and, and, and people still care. So it, it's, it's a lot better than a lot of bands that we've toured with and a lot of, a lot of our friends who ended up finding other things to do with their lives rather than play music because it didn't work out. So, you know, it's, it is, it's, it's quite humbling to think about it that way but it's, it's still very exciting and it's still so much fun to do it so yeah um, definitely yeah so, uh, i mean uh, we we really put our hearts and souls we sort of we sort of made the, the big mistake of just putting all of our eggs in this one basket so thank god it worked out because if it hadn't <laughs> it'll be in serious trouble right now you know? <laughs> uh, the latest album man poison the parish that it's absolutely amazing um you guys just seem to get better and better with each album. Do you find yourself getting more creative as the years go on? Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think what we do, what I do is I just keep writing stuff that I want to, that I want to listen to and stuff that I I feel is missing from what I just for what I think is missing from rock. I mean, really, at the end of the day, for me, I write music to make myself sane and to get me through my own issues and my own. Um, scenarios that, that plague me on a, on a daily basis and so it's sort of it's my therapy and my catharsis and it's always has been and I know it's kind of a kind of a cliche thing to say but that's just really the truth of it and so what I do is I just write the stuff that I, that, I, that, I, that makes me feel good and the stuff that I enjoy to play and, and certainly I enjoy to play with the whole band together and then you know when we, when we all get on stage together and that stuff starts we start playing these songs together it's just it's a it's a really phenomenal feeling so yeah that's really what I've there's never, there's never really been a push in any direction or there's never really been a, like a, a well-calculated plan when it comes to albums. And quite honestly, you know, more often, more often than not, I'm, I'm terrified when an album comes out because I, I, I don't know what people are going to think and I, I don't know. Because, you know, this, our entire existence is based off of people liking what we do. Whatever I like, it becomes, you know, it's, 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 that's hardly the point. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's it just, I, I, and then in that sense, I feel I feel grateful and 
maybe there is maybe there is a, a, a need for, for what we do out there because I mean people still seem to like it, people still seem to come to shows, and um, we still have a great you know we, the, the fan base gets bigger every year. I mean the, the shows we play now are, are bigger than any shows we played in our careers, and you know it's 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 quite it's quite a great feeling, and it's, it's a great thing to see that after all these years we can still do this and be quite successful at it. And, um, yeah, I mean, but and that just comes down to I just write the stuff that I feel is honest and, I, and that I feel really is representative of how I feel and, and, and thank God people agree you know, and then all people find some value in it. Uh, me and the wife are massive, massive fans so keep writing the albums we'll keep buying them, we love them <laughs> <laughs> we actually had um, uh, Broken as our wedding waltz it was uh, oh wow! Yeah, one of our friends one. who's also a massive fan. She just came up straight after, and she's like, "That was awesome!" <laughs> Great man! Congratulations! <laughs> Cheers, man. Um, so the music you guys write—it's—it's it's got the power to heal, inspire, whatnot. Um, is there any stories from fans relating to your music that have in turn inspired you? From fans themselves, um. Yeah, I think sometimes you, 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 uh, the, the effect that the songs can have, I think, is, is, a, is a, it's far more profound than I originally anticipated or that I could have, could have dreamt up myself. So there have definitely been people, um, that listen to the music to get them through their hard times that I find inspiring. I don't, it doesn't inspire a song in, or, 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 or an album in any way, but it does, I think, inspire the, the whole process as, as a whole. And there's a small part of me that always thinks about that. I mean, I remember one time I met a girl who was born without eyes and without basically the top half of her face. And she she had this prosthetic that was sort of, it was sort of looked like a porcelain doll in the top half of her face. It was quite eerie. But she came up and, and she, was, she, she was, I guess, the, the guitarist we had at the time had known this, this girl for a long time. And she, you know, she at the time was going through high school and, and, and I mean, I can only imagine how tough that must be. But then she asked, there was this weird thing where she asked, you know, she asked to touch my face so she could see me, I guess. Um, and it was just one of those moments that I'll never forget because it was, it, it was, it, it was so, it was almost an out of body experience because this person wanted to sort of get an idea of what I looked like because they'd been listening to the music and the music had meant so much. And, and the music helped them get through a, a high school that I'm sure wasn't the kindest to somebody with such a disability. Um, you know, and, and you, there's all the stories that we hear about the suicidal stuff. Because I mean, we do the festival for suicide, and because of that, we, we, we tend to, to hear a lot of stories now. Yeah. Uh, and that's always an ongoing inspiration to keep going. You know, I mean, it's, it's like there's a lot of people that are suffering, a lot of people that have that have been dealt a pretty tough-handed life in life, and, and uh, I think that if our music can help them get through that, that's really Definitely. Um, has anybody ever misinterpreted any of your lyrics? Yeah, I mean, there was a song we had called Beer, which was years ago. It was, a, it was about um, sexual molestation, but it, people at the time thought it was about rape, which is just ridiculous. But it, it, it's because of the way I phrase things and because of the way I say things, sometimes I, I guess they're, they're open to misinterpretation. Because I'm, I'm not very specific when I write lyrics. I don't, I don't like to write about, you know, uh, it's not country lyrics where it's, it's really, really, really straight down the line and to the point. Yeah. Um, 
I, I like to, I like to try and at least be a little poetic and and and, and be a little bit vague so that people can can take their own meaning from the lyrics and their own and, and sort of formulate their own story behind the songs. And I think that that I mean I've 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 heard and, and there's there's this horrible horrible rumor out there. There's a song that we're attributed attributed to us actually. And I think it's on Wikipedia. And it's this it's this horrific racist like white power anthem that we have no part in. Yeah. I have no idea how, how it's connected to us. Um, and that's one thing that I, that I find really bizarre. I mean, thankfully, no one's ever come up to me and said, yeah, man, that song. And I'm like, I just, you know, every once in a while, somebody will send me some information. And I open it up and it's just this disgusting piece of music. And for some reason, somebody thought it was us. And I think that, that's, just, that's uh, potentially harmful. But honestly, I don't think about it too much because it's, it's so ridiculous. I just move on with my life. But... Yeah, there have been times, obviously, when the lyrics can be misconstrued, and, and, and you know, I, there are a lot of people. I don't really talk about religion, and, and I don't like to, to, to express my views on it if, if I can help it, because I'm, I'm not trying to be polarizing in any sense. I just, I just find the subject quite boring. But um, you know, I, people will make assumptions, and they'll, they'll bring. I, I understand that it's, that it's out of people's kindness, and it's out of, out of their, out of their, uh, they need to feel like they need to save somebody or, or to do some good in their day, but. You know, to, to give to pass along notes that say, you know, this is what you should be doing with your life instead of what we feel that you are doing wrong. It, you know, it sort of negates yeah. the whole thing of, well, I'm trying to do a good thing by saying that you suck and you should change your life. You know? <laughs> so I think that, that that's often I think something that's misconstrued as well. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, uh, I, I I I don't tend to, to be specific enough about things to to uh, be. Uh, I think it's supposed to be taken the wrong way, and I don't, I don't, you know, advocate anything that I find. Easy. So yeah, so far so good. <laughs> um, so obviously, you said you're coming out to Australia. We all know it. What do you enjoy most about playing to the Australian legion of fans you have now? You know, there's always been a real um, intense sort of experience playing for the fans. There's, there's, there's a, there's a real appreciation but there's also there's like a real there's a there's a an otherworldly enthusiasm for the music that we don't find often um and i mean you know that that every country is different every 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 city is different in every country but um we've always felt that there was just this there's there's almost a rabid nature to the fans over there so for us that's always exciting to play to because we we feed off of anything that's given to us so the more we get from an audience the more we give and there have been shows where you play and Yeah. 
you're playing, there's, a, there's one thing pretty in particular in Texas that I, I won't mention because I don't want to make anyone mad, but um, there's, there, there was, the, the whole day they spent telling us that so they're so grateful that we're here in their city. And then we play it, and I mean, it was like playing in a mausoleum. <laughs> so it, it was incredibly frustrating. And so what I'm trying to say is at the end of the day that you guys are completely the opposite of that. It's, it's raucous and it's loud and it's energetic and it's fun. And, and I think that for us, it's always a highlight of any tour we do. And we wish we could come back more often, but unfortunately, distance and, and you know. Well, we appreciate it when you do come out. That's why we throw everything into it because we don't know when we're going to see you again. <laughs> well, like, we, like I said, we, we really enjoy playing for you guys. It's always, it's always incredible, an incredible party. So, we're really looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, so what can a first-timer, like you say, you, you're building your fan base, what can a first-timer expect at a Caesar show? We're just not, not a very, sort of a, a no-frills kind of rock band. The first thing you can expect is that we all actually play our instruments. <laughs> uh, we don't use any backtracks or we don't use any, any fancy trickery. We, we're an old-school band in the sense of we, we play rock music to play rock music with each other and have a good time and, and to have people enjoy it with us. And, and I think that's you know, I, I don't really have much to say when we play shows because I don't feel like I, I, in the, in those moments, I don't really know what to say, to be honest. I'm just there to play music. So it's music and, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll screw around a little bit. But at the end of the day, I think it's, I think it's a pretty energetic show. I think there's a lot of fun. And, and certainly we, we try to hit on all the songs that people know. Um, and if you don't know any of the songs, then hopefully you'll, you'll hear one or two that, that, that you like. But uh, certainly we do present it as, I think, I think even though we've been doing it for 20 years, I think we still play with as much energy and passion as we used to. Uh, we certainly don't, we don't, certainly don't take a, take a night off and stand back and, you know, rest on our laurels and just sort of, you know, have that sort of, you're welcome attitude. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I think for us, we still, we still really much appreciate the people are there and we try and show that by putting our, our bodies physically into as much as we can. And I think that that's, that's really the point. The point is for everybody to get to a place and, and we'll, we'll put the soundtrack to, uh, what hopefully turns out to be a really good night for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for joining us on Everblack. I can't wait for the May show. I'll be there uh, photographing and I'll be the guy in the photo pit with a, probably a Star Wars T-shirt on, probably the tallest one there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, really looking forward to it, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. We, we are too, so... I think, I think everyone's going to have a good time, and I really appreciate your time and having me on the show, man. Thanks, brother. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points.